Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Regular Girl Reviews podcast, or if it's your first time here, welcome. This is episode three, so you guys picked a great time to come over and hang out with me. Um, first and foremost, disclaimer, I curse like a whole, whole lot. So if that's something that offends you, makes you feel uncomfortable or whatever, please feel free to go find another podcast to listen to. Excuse me. If you're into it, if cussing doesn't bother you, you're down for it like I'm down for it, please make sure you have on your headphones or have the volume kind of down. If you're in a place where there's going to be people who are going to hear it, that it's going to make them feel some type of way. With that being said... Let's get into episode three. So first and foremost, you guys, thank you so much for all of the love and support that you guys have been showing me for the podcast, period. Like when I see, look at my analytics and I see that you guys are listening to these episodes and when I see, see you guys sharing them on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff like that, it just makes my heart so happy. Like... I can't, I can't thank you guys enough for all of the support on the podcast and not just on the audio, um, even on my YouTube channel, which excuse me, how is that even a fucking thing? Okay. Like anybody that knows me knows that I've been very much a, I'm not with that type of shit when it comes to YouTube person. You know what I mean? Like it just never really appealed to me. And part of it was me in my own head about it. Like, oh, you know, I have these dark circles under my eyes. If I decide to show, and how am I going to do makeup videos with this? You know, I'm not as young as a lot of these kids that are, that are, you know, the bigger YouTube. But then I really kind of like discovered the smaller YouTube community, like, and really got to know a lot of creators via social media and stuff like that. And you know, finally, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in the way that I feel comfortable. I'm going to do it in a way that's best for me. And if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And so I did it. And I started a YouTube channel. And it's been crazy. The fact that 97 people at the time that I'm recording this have subscribed to my YouTube channel, especially because, okay, this is totally off topic, but let's just do this side tangent now before I get into what we're really talking about today. Like, when I look at it, of course, you know, when you create anything, you're going to be more critical of yourself than you would be of somebody else. So I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I filmed in portrait instead of landscape. So now this shit is going to have these two weird ass blocks on the side and I don't know how to edit it. And what am I going to do when I'm mentioning these YouTubers? You know, I need to have a picture that pops up. You know, what the F, this is going to be a disaster. Nobody's going to want to watch this video. People are just going to trash the channel and then I'm going to go in a corner and cry because dramatic Leo here. But... You guys didn't. Like, you guys showed up and showed out for me. And y'all don't even know what that means to me. Like, for you guys to, you know, tweet me or comment on Instagram or what, or, or DM me and let me know that you're enjoying my content, that you loved the YouTube video. Leaving me comments on my YouTube channel, like, hey, I 
actually enjoyed this when it's just an overhead video of me doing swatches like can't be that exciting but you guys being into it just makes me want to create more content and continue getting out of my head about it and become and giving it more you know if that makes sense not that I just threw that shit together because that shit took me some time and I did a little bit of editing here and there but like that's not my gig I've never done YouTube period in this capacity so I just want to thank you guys for being willing to take this journey with me so to speak god I even sound like an influencer Jesus <laughs> that's an inside joke the influencer reference if you know you know but yeah, like 97 people. What the actual F? Just thank you. Thank you guys so much for fucking with me. It, and fucking with me as myself. Me. Not, you know, some cookie cutter image of who you would expect someone in this social media, quote unquote, beauty, commentary, whatever type of space. And I'm just grateful. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I want to give you guys all the biggest hugs ever. I'm a hugger. Random fact about Tony, I'm like a, hug a hugger. I live for a hug. I stand a good hug, especially when you take the deep inhale. <sighs> yeah, I'm here for it. I'm a hugging ass bitch. But um, yeah, I just wanted to take the time before we get into what we're talking about today for just to really say thank you. and. I let you guys know that I do appreciate you and y'all make a bitch happy to be here if that makes sense like y'all make y'all make me happy to be here even in this little itty bitty little corner of the world that we're sharing together digitally and that we're supporting each other in you never know how something you say or something you do that seems just may seem kind of small to you you don't know how much of an impact that's going to make on somebody else and just you guys just sharing my youtube channel the fuck do you mean like i just can't i just can't even really take it right now in the best way though like i don't want you guys to go anywhere but yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um Oh, in other news, yesterday, August 13th, was my 40th birthday. Go me, officially auntie status. Um, and thanks for all the birthday wishes, all the texts, the DMs, the tweets, everything. Thank you guys for showing so much love for me. Um, being 40 is, you know, it's only been about 24 hours. I don't really have an assessment of it as of yet. I don't feel any different. You know, I'm I'm 40. I'm like grown, grown. Like, excuse the fuck. <laughs> Who would have thought that my ass would ever get to be this big age? You know what I'm saying? So I'm truly grateful to, to be here at 40. Fairly healthy, physically. You know, working on my mental health situation every day. Because that's all we can do. And just trying to be a better person than I was before. So in that vein, we get to today's episode because, <clears throat> excuse me, every year around my birthday, I tend to get really like introspective and really like 
think about where I am where versus where I was a year ago and all that sort of fake ass Dr. Phil shit, whatever, right? So leading up to my birthday this year, there was a post going going around on social media. This post always comes up every now and then. It's like a recurring thing, kind of like the fucking um, Jack Nicholson uh, what the fuck is that movie? You know what I'm talking about. The Jack Nicholson one in the winter where he's frozen. Y'all know which meme I'm talking about. It's one of those type of deals. And it's always, it, it says, if you could go back to your younger self, usually it has an age, 20, 15, 13, whatever the fuck, usually pivotal ages in people's lives, and tell them something in three words, what would you say? And I, Usually I just, you know, pick something that I feel, but I don't really think about it too much and then just keep it pushing. But this year leading up to my birthday, I really sat and thought about it. Like if I could sit back to my and talk to my 20 year old self, my 15 year old self, you know, like what would I tell her? What would I tell young Tony? And so that's what we're going to do this episode. It's just going to be, you know, me just kind of writing a letter to myself and sharing it with you guys because <laughs> that's what you do in 2020 god forbid you just work on some stuff in private right <laughs> but um i hope that this episode you know is something that will really kind of you know resonate with you guys as well especially those of you that are in my age group that 35 to 45 you know part of life where you're kind of you see it feels like everybody around you is still a kid they're either a kid or they're like super grown and you're just in this weird what the hell maybe that's just me I am in therapy we'll figure it out so anyway if I could write a letter to my younger self the first thing I would tell myself is it's going to get better because I've always been something of a melodramatic person, right? Oh, I didn't even tell you guys the format that we're going to do this. Duh, Tony. So I'm basically going to just like pick certain, it may be a sentence, it may be just a word, it may be a phrase or whatever, whatever. And then I'm going to kind of like elaborate it on, on it a little bit. I promise not to keep you guys here for four hours, okay? So anyway, I would tell myself it gets better because I've always been super melodramatic. Everything is either the end of the world or I don't care about it at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, I've always been very much extreme. But I would always be take things and it would be like the end of the world. Oh my God, what do you mean? He doesn't like me. I'm just going to die. Oh my God. You know, like that kind of shit. And even stuff with my family, you know, with my mom and my, my, in parentheses, stepdad, you know, and, and even my brother, my little brother, you know, like, I would always think that everything is the end and it's going to just be, there's going to be no recovery from anything, right? But of course, as you get older, you learn, and as you learn more lessons in life, you learn that, you know, Time goes on. What's important right now is not going to matter in a week. You know what I mean? So for me, the, very, the biggest thing I would tell myself is that things get better. So don't 
wallow in the whatever of the situation. Don't wallow in the sadness of the situation. Don't wallow in the pain of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Don't wallow in the the ego hurt of the situation. Feel your shit and then let it go because tomorrow is another day and tomorrow is going to be a better day as long as we go into it feeling that way. I would, t- <laughs> I would tell myself in the same vein of kind of, you know, it, things get better. I would tell my younger self to focus more on herself because I've always been like the mom of the group kind of bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I was always taking care of people. I've always taken care of people in one way or another. You know what I mean? Like I would have to help my mom take care of my mom. I would take care of my little brother. And then as I got older in work settings, I was doing customers. I've always done a lot of customer service so that you're taking care of customers needs and you're taking care of everyone, taking care of your friends. And for me, for a very long time, I had no boundaries with that whatsoever. Like, if you need something, here, take it. You know what I'm saying? Take everything I have to give because you're my friend and I love you. And I know that you would do the same for me, which is going to lead into another point I'm going to make shortly. But I would go without or put myself in situations I didn't want to be in or, or bring unnecessary hurt onto myself by worrying so much on how other people were going to feel and how if I didn't do this, how it was going to hurt them or affect them instead of thinking, hey, wait a minute, bitch, how is what you're about to do going to hurt you? Like, fuck them at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Not And not in like a fuck them, they don't mean shit type of way, but in a fuck them because you come first type of way. Like, it's okay to put yourself first. It's not selfish. You know what I mean? You can't pour from an empty cup and all that auntie lingo that I guess now that I'm 40, I have to use more frequently. But, yeah, I would tell myself, focus on yourself, and that includes school, because there's a social aspect to that that a lot of people don't talk about, because, like... Yeah, I did a lot of shit because I wanted to do it, but I also did a lot of shit because I wanted to appear a certain way to my friends, which wasn't on them. Like they didn't push, they didn't like peer pressure me into being like, oh, hey, Tony, you should just cut school and come party with us because I was already cutting school to begin with. So (laughs) for me, there's always been some element of me doing what I want to do but you could talk me into doing it, doing something else if I thought that it would prove how much of a friend I am or if it would prove how down I am as a homegirl or as a girlfriend or whatever in any capacity. We're caring more about other people instead of myself. Cut that shit. I would definitely tell my younger self, focus on yourself. And in that same vein, I'd, I'd tell myself, you can't please everybody. My mother always would tell me that, but you know, when you're a teenager especially, you don't be listening to your mama for real. It'd be like, what does she know for real? I mean, my son is 18, and I definitely went through that with my kid. And I, I all I could think of was like, no wonder my mother 
fucking couldn't stand us when we were teenagers because teenagers are the fucking worst. Uh, we'll do a, we can do a whole episode on why teenagers make me crazy if you guys want. But anyway, you're never going to be able to please everyone. So stop trying so hard. You know, like, stop trying to make everybody else around you happy. Which goes back to focusing on yourself. Do what makes you happy. Because when you're happy, that energy brings good people back to you. Because that's another thing I would tell myself, like, pay attention to the energies around you, not just what people are saying. Like, sure, he's telling you, oh, yeah, Tony, I think that you cute. What's up? You know what I'm saying? But in actuality, he don't really like you for real, girl. He just want to fuck. And that's what it is. You know, don't have blinders on because you can't see what's around you if you do that in every kind of way. And you're not going to make everybody happy, so you might as well just worry about you in certain ways. I'm not saying I would tell myself to not be a caring person because... You know, I tried that shit in my, you know, my late, early to, in pro, I would just say probably in my 20s as a whole, maybe even a little bit into my 30s. I'm not going to hold y'all. I used to be a super mean girl. And if I could go back to myself in that stage of my life, I would tell myself, listen, you're not going to save yourself from any hurt being this way. You're not going to... You're not going to gain anything from being this way. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was a mean girl, mean girl. Like, people who know me in real life could tell y'all some things. Like, I was trifling. You know? And part of that had nothing to do with the things that I was engaged in or the people I was around. Part of that was just me being a sour, better, bitter, Betty-ass kind of bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then wondering why everything around me was so nasty, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to really sit myself down and be like, bitch, get that shit together. Because first of all, it's not cute. Second of all, look where you at with it now. You know what I'm saying? You've got, you've lost people, you've lost friendships, or you've realized how blinded you were in certain situations because you was doing whatever like girl no no you're not gonna be able to make everybody happy even though making people happy makes me like super happy as a person but now it's different now I'm not trying to substitute it for how I feel about myself or how I feel about things going on in my life or things that things that I definitely was using it for back then now I'm giving you a gift because I love you and I want you to have this because it makes me happy to see that smile on your face. You know what I'm saying? It's not because, oh, I, I'm trying to fill the void from my mother not loving me or whatever, you know, bullshit. No, 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 no. Um, I would tell myself, secure the fucking bag. Secure the bag, girl. Because at the end of the day, all of this stuff as far as all this social stuff, because I used to be, okay, quick side tangent. When I was a teenager, especially, like I was always a chatterbox in school. That was like always on my report cards in the little notes column. Talkative in class, always, ever since like kindergarten. 
<laughs> it's, it's legit. I could, if I can find some of my old report cards, but I don't think I have them. But if I could find one, I'll take a picture of it and show it to you. And I'm going to post it on my social media if I can find it. Talkative. But, um, and being that social, especially in that time in my life, and as I was a younger adult, you know, I was so worried, I was so busy trying to turn up that I wasn't really worried about shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm late to work three days in a row because I was partying? Fuck it. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'll get another fucking job. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just not giving a fuck about my security in a financial way because I was too busy trying to be the social butterfly, trying to be cute. You know what I'm saying? Just fucked up ass priorities. So if I was to go back to myself, to my younger self, especially in like my 20s, I would tell myself, bitch, secure the bag. All this other shit is going to be there, okay? Secure that fucking bag because that's the only thing that's going to... That's the only thing that's going to make sure that you have any sort of security in this life. You can't always depend on people, but if you know you have a, a job and you're making your coin, eat, well, I can't say that now in this economy, but I do feel some sense of security having the job that I have you know, within, with the company that I'm with, you know, and things like that, because I started giving a fuck. Like, most of these things all boil down to me giving a fuck, and me telling my younger, younger self that giving a fuck is okay. It's okay to give a fuck about things. It's okay to give a fuck about people. It's okay. Sure, you may get fucked over. You may get hurt because of it, but don't let that stop stop you from being a good person don't let that change you and I definitely let a lot of my life experiences in my 20s change me you know what I'm saying and one day maybe we'll talk about it I really don't want to right now and um so now here I am 40 years old with you know they do they say hindsight is 2020 you know I would just tell myself give a fuck about shit give a fuck about yourself because for a long time I didn't you know, give a fuck about yourself enough to to give a fuck about securing a bag. Give a fuck enough about yourself to keep your eyes open to the things and people around you. You see what I'm saying? It all boils down to giving a fuck. Not giving a fuck ain't cute about certain things. Because certain things I can tell you, I just don't give a fuck about. But there are things that don't directly impact me. Like, because somebody... This baby fall over is a piece of shit. Okay, well, so is mine. And what's the fuck I got to do with shit? <laughs> like, I, certain things I don't concern myself with that don't directly impact me. But that doesn't mean that I don't care about other people and the things that other people are going through. I just don't internalize everybody's shit anymore like I used to. I don't feel obligated to make everything right for people like I used to. Because I've always been the fixer. Like, that's what Tony does. Tony fucking fixes shit. And now I'm okay with that not always being the case. You know? And I've learned that I don't have to do that. I don't have to take somebody else's shit as my own to be a good friend to them. If that makes sense. <sighs> Speaking of everybody and their shit... A huge thing I would tell myself, my younger self, everybody isn't your friend.
everybody isn't here, everybody around you doesn't have your best interests at heart. Because for a very long time, I was either one extreme or the other. I was either super kind, super open, Susie Sunshine, everybody let's be friends and fucking skip through the tulips and all that other shit. Or I'd be super mean and hate, or I was super mean and hateful and like people kind of only kept being around me because some of them had seen that I'm not like that, but others were kind of nervous that they would have to feel my wrath, that kind of thing, you know? Now I'm in the middle. Because for a long time, I was super nice and caring and super open to everyone, and I was still getting hurt. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know, I've been good to these people, and this is how they treat me? Fuck that, and fuck them. People can eat a dick. Like, that's where I was at with it. So then I went to the other extreme, the mean girl extreme, where you don't let anybody get close to you. You don't, nobody, friends, romantically, nothing, right? And then that shit had me miserable too. So then I finally had to say, okay, bitch, if you were unhappy because you were too kind in your eyes, and if you're unhappy because now you're a mean ass bitch and nobody wants to be around you, what the fuck? So I pulled myself together and now I have that balance. I have that balance where I'm I'm caring to people in a general way, but I don't give to I don't give everything to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody doesn't deserve me. Just like everybody doesn't deserve you. As in y'all. You see what I'm saying? Like boundaries are okay. Cause I didn't used to, I, I either had none or way too many. There was never any in between with me. But now I'm learning how to be okay with being vulnerable with people to a certain degree. You know, and that degree is slowly but surely changing as I'm getting older and as I'm having better experiences with people because I'm getting my shit together. So what's coming into my life isn't detrimental to that, if that makes sense. Like, I've become a much bigger believer in energies and what you put out is what you attract than I used to be when I was younger. And I would tell myself that too, like, you are what you attract. Like, if you're being a pain in the ass and a rude-ass bitch, all you're going to get is rude-ass, bitch-ass people. And then you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? The universe gives what it gets from you. And I don't know. I'm just... I guess lastly, I would tell my future self, my younger self, excuse me, that being a mom isn't going to be the way you think it is. Because like, no, I have one more thing after this, I'm sorry. Okay, because when I was younger, before I had my son, because I had my son when I was 21. So it's not like I was super old by the time I had him. And because I had him when I was 21, I kind of, it was just a whole bunch of weird shit that I would really have to sit and sift through before I could really intelligently discuss it. But I will say, because I was like, I was married to his father, which was a whole, that is just a lot. It's a lot of bullshit that one day we'll talk about. Um, but yeah. And so when his father and I 
didn't work out and I moved back to Georgia and moved in with my parents and then eventually, you know, got an apartment with my brother. You know, I, I don't know. I just wasn't the mom that I would be now. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I was a bad mother. I just wasn't present, you know, because I was working two jobs to try to, you know, keep shit going. So he was spending a lot of time at the babysitters or at my mom's or at my parents' house or with my brother because I was at work. And when I wasn't at work, I was either sleeping or hanging out with my friends. And, you know, he was a baby. I just should I just now in hindsight, being a parent, being a mom isn't what you think it is in a literal sense and even in an emotional sense. Like I didn't think that having my son would make me more sensitive to other people. You know what I mean? I didn't think that. I thought, oh, hey, I don't have to like kids. I'll just like my kid. But now as I'm getting older, I'm like, okay, kids are cute. I don't want to have any more. <laughs> no, thank you. But I have a better appreciation for kids. That's why I think I'm a pretty pretty damn good auntie to my little nieces and nephews and shit. TT loves them. And the things that I've learned in some of my failures that I had as a parent, I'm able to use that not only in my interactions with my god babies, but with adults too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was so afraid of being my mom of not being my mom, that in certain ways I became her and it fucked, it had me all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I've, I've apologized, when, when I would get so, when shit got fucked up, I would apologize to my son. I was never one of these parents that believe your kids should think you're infallible because that's just not real life. Like parents are human fucking beings. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna fuck up. We're gonna do things wrong. But I would, I, I would do my best to make sure that I apologize to my son. Now, we're cool. He doesn't live at home anymore. He's 18. You know what I'm saying? He's cool. We talk. He's gotten much better about communication throughout this COVID thing. But there was a time frame when being his mom was really, really hard. Like, really hard. And I... I did the I couldn't believe that I, that this was where it was with my kid. You know what I mean? And then all I could think about is my mother in my head. Like all you can do is give them the tools, Mia, and hope that they'll use them when they need them. And that sometimes cuz sometimes the things our kids do aren't necessarily because of a lack of them being taught better. Some kids just do kids some kids because I'm not going to speak for everybody's kids. Some kids are going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that, and for me, it was a lot of internalizing that. Like, okay, yes, I taught him better than this, but he's doing it anyway. I must be a terrible fucking mom. And it took me a long time and some therapy to realize, hey, he is making choices. He will have to pay for his choices, not you. You can't take it on yourself that he didn't make the right choice you know what I mean and that just kind of helped me interact with people better as a whole so I would definitely tell my younger self like listen man being a parent isn't what you think it ain't all motherfucking sunshine and roses and having somebody to take out the trash <laughs> this shit is work work 
okay? And finally, I would tell my younger self, you are worthy of everything this life has to offer. You are beautiful. You're, you're being thin and this and that. All these physical attributes about you aren't what's going to make you liked and accepted by people. It's not going to change anything just because you look a certain way. It's what's, what you're working on inside. Once you get that shit together, everything else is going to fall into place, girl. That's really what I would want. Somebody in their 20s and 30s or even in their late teens, whatever, to know that like working on you brings better things to your life. You know what I'm saying? And but you're deserving of every good thing this world has to offer. And it took me a long time to learn that. And I would never I would hope that I'm able to remind somebody else of that that may be in similar situations mentally, emotionally that I was during that time in my life like it's going to be okay and you're worthy of so much better. But you have to go through this trial because you need to learn the lesson. And that was the kick in the na- kick in the ass for me, like really learning to accept the lesson. Like, oh, okay, so now I see why this keeps happening over and over and over because I keep doing the same shit and then expecting different things to happen. My bad. I get it now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's it for this week, you guys. Um, Let me know on Twitter or on Instagram or wherever what you guys would tell your younger self. It doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, three words. It doesn't have to be 10 paragraphs. Whatever you feel like would be the most important thing for your younger self to know in comparison to what you know now at whatever big age that you are. Um... Oh, I forgot to tell you guys at the beginning because, Tony, episode two, for those of you who are looking for the auto, audio, auto, duh, the audio, since episode two is a video, I don't know how I would, how it would really play well as a video. I mean, as an audio recording, Jesus H. So this is what I'm going to do for my, for my YouTube exclusive podcast episodes. I'll definitely make an announcement when I post the links when they go up on my socials. So make sure you're following me there. Um, And for the just audio, I'll make the same announcement. So then that way we're all on the same page. Nobody has any questions. Verdad? Verdad. All right. So thank you guys again for kicking it with me today and just giving me a space to where I can ramble aimlessly and feel comfortable about it. Thanks, y'all, for helping me get out of my own head. You know, y'all don't realize how much you do that for me, and I appreciate it, especially you, Lacey. Especially you. I love you so much, Lacey. You already know that you're my sweet little spooky corn muffin. Anyway, before I get all emotional, because that's what Tony does, thank you guys so much for listening 
I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. There will likely be a YouTube exclusive podcast episode next week. I haven't decided yet. Y'all know me. I don't make these decisions till the last minute. I'm so whack. But anyway, let me just thank you. I'm grateful for y'all. I appreciate y'all. On that note, y'all have a great afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time that you're listening to this. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Remember that black lives still and always matter today, tomorrow, forever. Wear your fucking masks, wash your hands, and just be good to each other. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Mwah! I love you.